everybody and welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast, sponsored by Quiff, the home of supercharged sports betting. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, thank you for listening, welcome to the show. What better place to start than uh, the two bomb-proof treble wins? Oh my god, <laughs> on for the hat-trick buddy. Finally, we've uh, been knocking at the door for about a month now, haven't we? Just one team's been letting us down. And uh, like London buses, you wait for one and two come along at once. It's like George Michael said, buddy, you got to have faith. you got to <laughs> have faith, stick with us. We always come through in the end, always. We do. And uh, yeah, we're on for the hat-trick this week, so fingers crossed we can land that. Yeah, definitely. So um, we had the podcast treble, my one, the both teams to score treble. First both teams to score treble on the podcast ever. Um, so it was nice to see that that landed. And then midweek, we had the Tuesday night uh, Twitter bombproof treble, which we put out. And that won as well. So uh, that was about, what, about 58 quid, I think. So yeah. for tenner. Yeah. So happy days. We'll recap all of those bombproof trebles later on in the show, though. Um, but for now... It's FA Cup fifth round weekend, so we're going to go through all of the fifth round games. Then we're going to go through the championship. We're going to go through League One and League Two as usual because there's plenty of Football League fixtures this week. All of our odds again that we'll read out on the show this week are the odds that you can find on Quiff. So please do download the app and get their great prices and obviously the opportunity to be quiffed on any bet. So... Shall we start off with uh, the first game of the FA Cup, Tom? Absolutely. Double header on Friday night. Yeah, the, the timings for the FA Cup games this weekend are a little bit different, aren't they? So there's two games on Friday. The first one is Leicester against Sheffield United. So you can get Leicester at 8-17. to The draw's 29-10. to And Sheffield United, as you'd expect, the outsiders here on 21-5. to Leicester win for you, or could you see an upset on the cards? No, no upset. No, zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to be too harsh to Sheffield United because we've mentioned before, haven't we? Uh, the fact that they're eighth in their first season back in the championship is just a phenomenal season. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, but Leicester are going to have way too much. Way too much. Um, really, really exciting team. Plenty of attacking threat. And... Yeah, for me, it's, it's just going to be too much for Sheffield United. Uh, can you see both teams scoring, or do you think uh, Leicester will keep them out? Uh, I don't know. It kind of depends. I'd like to see Puel play a strong side. If they do, if Mahrez plays, Vardy plays, etc., I do think they'll probably shut them out and win this by a couple of maybe three goals. If, although Peterborough and Sheffield United are obviously, you know, a league apart, I actually, funnily enough, watched the entire uh, Leicester-Peterborough game for whatever reason. And um, they were unbelievable. And if Ignacio and Diabati, is it, the the new player? Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, if they play anything like they did against Peterborough, then Sheffield United could be on the back of three, four, maybe even five. Yeah, great opportunity for Leicester to get into a quarter-final of a cup. They're not going to go down. They're not going to get Europe or anything. So they've got nothing to play for but the FA Cup now in their season. So I don't see why they wouldn't put a strong side out for this one. Agreed. But 
we've seen it before, haven't we? Sadly enough. Yeah, we have. But um, either way, as as you said, we expect Leicester to win that one pretty comfortably. Uh, we'll yeah. move on then to the other Friday night game, which again should be a comfortable win for the Premier League side. It's Chelsea, and they're at home to Hull. Chelsea, as you'd expect, one to six. The draw nineteen to four, and Hull are nineteen to two. Again, Chelsea haven't been the best recently, have they? But surely there's not going to be an upset here against a pretty dire Hull side. Yeah, I mean, Hull, not really. Uh, it's, it's easy to forget that they were relegated last year. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. They seem miles away from that team under Silva. Yeah. And that was only in May. Yeah. Chelsea, they have... Uh, Previously gone out uh, to lower lower end teams at home. Uh, Bradford obviously springs to mind immediately. Yeah. I, I, for the price, it's not really worth it, is it, to bet on Chelsea? But you can only expect one result. Yeah, yeah, not worth betting on. And um, we saw as well um, in this competition that Norwich frustrated Chelsea and took them to a replay. But Norwich yeah. are a, a much better side, I think, than Hull. All of only won six games out of their 31 league games in the championship. So, you know, oh my it's, God. One of them was so last poor. week yeah, as well. It's so, so poor. Yeah, really poor. They're 21st in the championship. And uh, yeah, Chelsea should have zero problems. But uh, wouldn't bet on it, profit chasers. Probably not worth it at those kind of prices. Nope, you're right. Just uh, sit back and enjoy what should be a comfortable week yeah. for Chelsea. So the next game is Saturday at 12.30. This one is Sheffield Wednesday, and they're at home to Swansea. You can get Wednesday at 21 to 10. The draw is also 21 to 10, and Swansea are 11 to 10. For me, got to be a Swansea victory. They're on fire at the moment. I don't know whatever Carlos Carvajal has been putting in their, uh, their water, but Jesus Christ, it's really worked. Maybe it's that... Uh... Homemade Portuguese snacks that he uh, that he provided the uh, the press conference with that time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Swansea are just me and you thought it's the end. We did, didn't we? We thought it's the end. Uh, Carver Howe came in, and it was kind of a feeling of okay, well, this guy's available, and if we go down, it'll be a good manager to try and get us back up. Yep. Absolutely. That's how it felt, but completely opposite. A word on Sheffield Wednesday. They are 15 points off the playoffs in 15th. Um, and I'm going to get slaughtered on Twitter for this pronunciation. Go on. But since Jos Lahukai... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good attempt, is it? <laughs> it's a great attempt. Uh, I just spent... 30 seconds googling how to say his name and no one would help me um, but he's only lost one game since he took over um, he took over the 12th of January, uh, that was his first game he's only lost one uh, that was a 3-1 home defeat by Birmingham, which was really poor, Yeah. but uh, on Tuesday night they beat Derby 2-0 at home, which is a real good result, that's a, that's a very good statement, isn't it? It is, really is, um but still, I can't see them beating Swansea. I, I really can't. Um, no, Swansea are great price as well. They are. Other than the win against Derby, the only other wins he's actually had have been
been in the FA Cup against Carlisle and Reading. So uh, yeah. the league form has not really been the best. But yeah, Swansea 11-10. to After the 8-1 mauling, they gave County in the last round. Carver Howe does tend to play his strongest squads in these games, which is great. I love it. it yeah. Winning just breeds momentum and breeds confidence. And that's shown yeah. um, as they're now out of the relegation zone. He's going to want to beat his former club as well. Let's not forget that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I, I think Swansea... 11 to 10 is probably the better of the FA Cup for the weekend. Yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd agree with that, definitely. So, um, in terms of betting, it's only going to go slightly downhill from there, but we'll continue with uh, <laughs> the two three o'clocks that we've got. So, the first one is Brighton at home to Coventry. You can get Brighton at 3 to 10. The draws thirteen to four, and Coventry are twenty-five to four. Coventry have done a sorry. Coventry have upset a few sides already in this competition. They've knocked out Stoke. They've knocked out knocked out MK Dons. It's going to be a bridge too far, I think, to think that they'll go to the Amex and knock out Brighton, especially because their league form has been pretty patchy recently. They've lost three in a row. Yeah, uh, this is. This isn't the next level, isn't it, for it is. uh, for Coventry? And we all know the fans are going to go there in their droves. They're going to sell out that away end. They're really going to make an absolute racket. Yep. But that is not going to be enough to make up for the fact that their team in the last three games have lost to Forest Green, Accrington and Colchester. Um, That's poor. Especially Colchester and Forest Green. Yeah. They were both away from home as well, so you know, not a good barometer. And yeah, Coventry have just been one of those teams, haven't they? They they seem to get on a run, and then they lose a few, yeah. And then they win three and lose two, and then it's yeah, they're they're very very unpredictable. And I think even if Brighton play a bit of a second string, should be enough. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. I completely agree. Um, if Mark McNulty for Coventry isn't firing, they really, really struggle to score goals. They really do. And I can just see them being shut out here. I think Brighton will win this 2-0 if I had to put a score on it. I don't think it's going to be an absolute rout, but a comfortable win nah, for Brighton. I don't I don't think Brighton have got that in them, have no, they? I can true. never, ever imagine Brighton 4-5-6-0 in someone. No. Ever. No, nor can I. Um, <laughs> never. That would be a real surprise. But yeah, Brighton win for me, Brighton win for you. But at odds of, of 3 to 10, it's unless you're going to look into the handicap market minus 1 or perhaps to win to nil, it's not, again, not really worth betting on. The last 3 o'clock then, the last of the two, and that's West Brom against Southampton. You can get West Brom at 13 to 8, the draw at 2 to 1, and Southampton at 3 to 2. Which way can you see this one going? Well, I have two things to comment on this game. So the first thing I'll say is Southampton were absolutely beyond belief pathetic at home to Liverpool. (laughs) Completely and utterly unacceptable. From 1 to 11, manager included, 
That is a shambolic performance. Liverpool yeah. are in second gear. They never even flex the muscle. Uh, and if Southampton play like that against anyone, they're going to get beat. Yeah. However, fast forward the clock, you know, to the third of February, uh, the last Premier League game. Um, Southampton played away from home, and they beat West Brom three two, and they were outstanding in that game. They came from a goal down uh, to go three one up, and then conceded a late consolation. But they were brilliant that game. Yeah. And before that shocking Liverpool loss, it was uh, six games in a row, including FA Cup games uh, that they hadn't lost. So. I think the best bet for this game is no bet. I'd agree. It's, it's a tough one to call. It really, really is. West Brom, obviously the priority has to be the league. Um, so whether that factors into Pardew's team selection or it remains to be seen. Obviously, it's a Saturday game, so it's not like he's got a rest player because it's a midweek fixture. Um, but I'd, it's so hard to call. It is so, so hard. So I think best bet, no bet. I agree. Yeah. So the final game on Saturday is Huddersfield against Manchester United. That's the 5.30 kickoff. Huddersfield, you can get them at 21 to 4. The draws 10 to 3, and Man United are 7 to 20. United have lost their last two away games. Huddersfield beat United, let's not forget, when they played there earlier in the season. Can they do it again? If they play like they did against Bournemouth, I I really do fancy Huddersfield. Yeah, I really do. They've got everything. They were chance. they were unbelievable, weren't they, yeah. against Bournemouth? Yeah. It reminds me Jamal Lascelles for Newcastle. He said yes, they have great players on hundreds of thousands of pounds a week, but we're gonna want it more. That's what Lascelles said. Yeah. And he was right. And I think there'll be a very very similar attitude taken by Wagner and the Huddersfield players and it's time for Sanchez, it's time for uh, Pogba and all these players to step up a bit, step up and show everyone that United are still a serious team because United of old would not go away to Newcastle and lose 1-0. No, no chance, no chance. It's going to give Huddersfield such great confidence to know They've beaten this Man United team already at home this season. It really is. At 7-20, to 20, it's too much risk for me to, to tip United. It really is. Yeah, they're, they're unbackable. No form. Pogba in and out of the team. A few few politics going on at United. Yeah. Sanchez, as although it is, is early, I predicted that he would be absolutely awful. Yeah. Um, and so far, I'm not having the fact that he tapped in a uh, saved penalty as anything. He's been awful so far. Yeah, he's, um, not, he's not been great. And yeah, for me, Huddersfield, I, they're really tempting. It's 21 to 4, so a shade over 5 to 1 for that, which is not a bad price if you're looking for an upset and a bit of an outsider whatsoever. Realistically, for United, this is the best chance of silverware they're going to have this season, isn't it? Champions League, they're in that, obviously, but I can't see them winning that, the form they're in at the moment, um, and all the kind of politics, as you say, that are going off around the club. 
and then the Premier League is obviously gone. Mourinho's conceded that quite rightly so as well. So FA Cup is for me the only realistic chance of silverware. So they need to pull something out. I think Mourinho he needs the FA Cup to keep the fans happy, really, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because they're in a fight for the top four, completely. And oh. they've been in second oh. for a long time, a long, long time. But it's so tight up there. They're only Spurs, Spurs are four points behind in fifth place. So any of those teams that are currently occupying second, third, fourth and fifth could realistically drop out of the top four. From United, Liverpool, Chelsea and Tottenham, United arguably are in worse form than Chelsea at the moment, um, especially away from home. It seems a real fight between those two um, for one spot because I personally fancy Tottenham to make it and yeah. I certainly fancy Liverpool. Yeah, I agree. He's living on the same reputation that he built himself at Chelsea and at Inter. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, is is a manager whose best times are behind him. And I personally don't think United are going to win the league with him in charge. Ooh, big statements from Tommy Walks. Yeah, huge statement, but I, I believe it 100%. I think he was he's done as a forward-thinking manager. Um, yeah, out with the old, in with the new, if I was uh, the United board. Wow, wow. Let's see what you think to that on Twitter. But uh, for now, we'll move on to Sunday's FA Cup game. There's just the one. That's at four o'clock. It's Rochdale against Spurs. That is actually if the game even goes ahead. Pochettino has been complaining about the pitch at Rochdale and there's been talk that the game might be postponed for this weekend because the pitch is so poor. Uh, If it does go ahead, I'm going to ask you, but I thoroughly expect that you're going to say that Spurs are going to win at 1-9. Yeah, you'd (laughs) expect it. However, However, I would like to throw a little outsider Really? To yeah, I would like to throw a little outsider. Um, I think you're forgetting that Spurs drew away at Newport. Thank thank God for them. A Harry Kane late goal. Okay, rescued them. No no doubt about it. Okay, they had more possession, but it was a relatively even game, and eighty uh, second minute. Kane popped up to rescue them. Yeah, I can see with a similar pitch, with a similar kind of feeling of underdog. Um, I would like to throw the double chance Jeez. in the way of the profit chasers. Ooh. Let me finish. Rochdale or draw, Quiff have priced it as seventeen to four double chance for Tottenham not to win, and with Pochettino complaining about the pitch. And the fact that they struggled to get past Newport away, I think that is worth a fiver. I'm not having it. I honestly do. Not having it. You may as well throw your fiver into the wind. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Rock bottom. Think... Rock bottom of League One. They've won five games in the league this season, so they're not even good on their own crappy pitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they're not. They're pretty poor. <laughs> However, I just think Tottenham have a lot of players that Probably won't be up for it. Lamella. <laughs> Deli Alley, arguably. Oh, uh, numerous players. 
that probably won't be up for it. It's a uh, uh, it's a come down from playing from playing at Juventus. I'll give you that. Yeah, so I think that alone, and I never said it was my tip, but I think it's an interesting option, a double chance. Hmm. Okay. We're yeah. allowed to disagree. This of is course. what makes the show great. Of course, of course, but I completely, <laughs> I completely disagree with that one. <laughs> Um, well let's move on to the DW then right um, for me again no upset is going to be found here it's Wigan against Manchester City it's Monday night kickoff. Um, you can get Wigan at 21 to 2 the draw 11 to 2 and City 2 to 15 so <laughs> just a, um, just a bit over 1 to 7 there for City not for me no upset here especially after Wigan have lost their last two games they lost the last home game in midweek against Blackpool. An absolute coupon buster. That is poor. If you can't beat Blackpool at home, you're going to get turned over by Manchester City, in my book. Yeah, I I actually agree with you. No upset, no draw, no double chance. Just City to win. City to win comfortably. Yeah. 3-4, 5-0. Yeah, no, no problem. I feel like Rochdale are going to be proper scrappers on their own pitch. Yeah. Wigan are not a scrapping team. No. Um, they'll no, try yeah. and play football against City, which is admirable, but uh, ultimately disappointing. Yep, I agree. Bristol City found that out, and I think Wigan will find out the same. I don't even think they'll probably score, to be honest. No, no, I, I completely agree. So let's move on then, shall we, to... League football now, where there's uh, a lot more profit to be found here in the Championship League 1 and League 2. Do you want to pick us out one of your favourites for the Championship this week? Well, I would do. Um, it's a very tough week, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. I know I'm just saying that there's a lot more opportunity in, in yeah. league football. The Championship is... Uh, you kind of ruled that out. <laughs> yeah, the Championship is, is not uh, the hotbed. Uh, we will get on to where we see quite a lot of tasty potential later in the show. Um, obviously, we I think we say this every week. It's not going to be easy for them, but you got to fancy Wolves. Yeah. Um, you know, top of the table, going to get promoted. Won the last three. Um, they are away at Preston, which you know is it's not an easy game. Preston are in seventh. Uh, the top of the playoff chasing pack, if you want to call it that. They're only three points off the playoffs. They're no mugs. Um, they've not lost in the last three. However, you just got to look at Wolves, haven't you? And there's no reason for you not to back them. No, you're right. Preston's run is actually, it's more impressive than a lot of people think. You know, it's they've lost once in 16 matches. They're on a good run, but... They're, wolves, they're on a good run. Wolves are a different animal. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Um, just, to give every, just to give everyone the uh, prices, we got Preston at 23 to 10, the draw at 2 to 1, uh, and Wolves 21 to 20. So, excellent price if uh, Wolves can go there and get a win. And it's not often you get league leaders at 21 to 20. No, you're um, right. But yeah, as Tom mentioned, Preston are on a good run. Yeah, there's um, teams at better prices that I fancy more than Wolves this week, as we'll get <laughs> on to 
in uh, League One and Two. Yeah, but a decent price nonetheless. Um, for me, I think you'll get Fulham Villa both teams to score. Two really on form teams in the Championship. That's two to three. Yeah. Oh, that'll be a cracking game. I think these two and Wolves will get promoted. Yeah. That, that's that's my prediction well, right now. Fulham via um, the playoffs, probably. More. Yeah, Fulham playoffs. Villa automatic. Obviously, Wolves to win the league. There. Yeah. You know, Twelve points clear right now. They're not going to slow down. Um, but yeah, I think this could be a Premier League fixture next year. Both teams to score. I totally agree. Looking very, very likely indeed. Um, I do think there's some potential for the Old Farm Derby on Sunday. That's Norwich v Ipswich, of course. Um, you can get Norwich in this game at the price of eleven to twenty, but. The bet that I'd be looking at for this game is actually under 2.5 goals, and that's 2 to 3, so you get better odds there. Um, reason being, Norwich games don't typically involve many goals. Seven of their last nine league games have been under 2.5, and all of Ipswich's last six games have been under 2.5. 2 to 3 when you consider how low scoring the games involving both of these two teams have been recently, is a pretty good bet to me. Yeah, totally agree. Um, Ipswich are hardly going to go there and uh, <laughs> can't DM, are they? Uh, that's, a, that's a very good tip. Thanks. Any more for you for the champ? No, no, let's get out of there. Let's get down to League One. If you're walking through a desert and you see some water... Yeah. League One is oh. that water. League One is cold, refreshing, beautiful H2O. <laughs> um, you can yeah, start. We're gonna we're gonna start. We're gonna start with Chris Powell. We're gonna start with that fantastic guy that we all know and love. Yeah. Um, Chris Powell. He has his effect is really kicking in. Jeez. It really is. I warned you about this last week. I've got to get that in there. You, you did. You did warn me. Um, Southend are 33-20 to 20 for their home game against Portsmouth. So, Southend, uh, unbeaten in the last four games. They've won their um, first two games under Chris Powell. Um, they're entertaining a Portsmouth side, which they've... It's gone a little bit under the radar how much they fell off a cliff. Yeah. Portsmouth. It it kind of just goes without saying that they're there or thereabouts. Uh, but this year, they've only won one game. Uh, that was in the 94th minute uh, two weeks ago away at MK Dons. Um, but they've gone from being in the driving seat for the playoffs down to ninth. Um, so, you know, still yeah. only two points off the playoffs, but it was very much in their hands, wasn't it? It was. Um, a few weeks ago. And, yeah, Southend, I think, uh, are looking good. They they do love Roots Hall. They do love a win on their uh, on their own patch. And with Powell in charge, it, they seem to have a, a new lease of life. Yeah, completely agree with that. It's uh, very, very hard to, to bet against Southend at the moment. The Chris Powell effect is immeasurably good. Um, I'm going to go with Gillingham at home to Walsall here. You can get Gillingham at the price of 5-4 to four for the win. 
but the angle I'm going to take into this game actually is Gillingham to score two or more goals, and that's seven to five. Um, you will notice a bit of a theme coming on in League One and League Two with with this uh, market here. So if Gillingham score more than once, then we get great odds of seven to five. They've lost just one in their last eleven league games, winning seven of those. They're now in twelfth. And uh, they're about six points off the playoffs now. So they've got a real outside chance with the game in hand too. So I can't see them losing to a Warsaw side who are pretty inconsistent. Win one, lose one, uh, draw one. And so boring. Yeah. So I don't think I, we've ever tipped Warsaw on the podcast, have we ever? I think this may be the first time they've even come up in conversation. <laughs> ever since I was a kid, Warsaw have just been... Crap! They've just been. They've just been there. Poor championship. They've, they've been there. Or poor league yeah. one. They're always they're, just there. I feel like the fifteenth is just they're, they're there all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're really dull. Yeah, they're really dull. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go from dull to arguably the most exciting ride to be part of in the entire football league at the moment. Yep. And that is Plymouth Argyle. Oh yeah. Plymouth Argyle are going on an unbelievable run at the moment. They had a nightmare start. I'm going to read you a couple of stats to back up how bad they truly were at the start of the season. So they actually won one of their first 17 games. Wow. <laughs> they they won their first away game the 21st of October. Something happened. Something happened when they won that first that first away game. Um, because since then they've gone on a fantastic run. They're currently they've lost one of their last 13 games. And from looking like it was a complete waste of time to even get promoted, <laughs> they're now eighth. They're now eighth, and they are three points off the playoffs. So they are really, really breathing down the necks of uh, Bradford in sixth. And uh, we all know about how bad Bradford have been recently. Yeah, Plymouth are away at Oxford this weekend. Plymouth are priced at a fantastic. Seven to four, and Oxford have kind of gone in the opposite direction, haven't they? They've only won one of their last eight games. They're really struggling at the moment, and they've gone from looking like they may get, you know, an outside shot at the playoffs to drift into thirteenth. So, I think that would be a, a a great shout for Plymouth to go there. And win. Yeah, completely agree. Oxford's still managerless at the moment. Latest rumour is that Sol Campbell's the favourite for the job, but um, we'll see what comes of that one. Just one thing that I'd like to add to this fixture as well, and that's Plymouth to score two goals or more at 31-20. to 20. Uh, Reason being for that tip, in the last four games, Plymouth has scored two goals or more in each of them, and that includes four at home to AFC Wimbledon, two away at Shrewsbury, two at home to Blackburn. So there's... You know, they put a couple of goals past some good sides there. And on the other hand, Oxford have conceded at least two goals in all of their last six games. 
Oh my god. Woof. Great stat. Yeah. Oxford. That needs sorting. It really Jeez. does. <laughs> oh my god. How can you ever hope to win a game if you start 2 0 down every game? You can't. You know, they're only seven points off relegation, so the run they're on, it's not completely out of the question that they could get sucked in if teams below them start picking up some points, but you know hundred percent. Hundred percent. They need to get they a manager re- in. Really have to be careful, don't yeah, they? They need somebody in quick. Um another decent tip that I, I believe I've got for League One this weekend is Scunthorpe Northampton, both teams to score. That's four to five, which is really, really good. And let me tell you why. Um, the last time that Scunthorpe failed to score a goal in a match is all the way back on the 9th of December. That's 13 games ago. They've also scored in every single home match since mid-September. So really good at finding the back of the net. On the other hand, they've only kept one clean sheet in the last 12 games. So they can't keep them out either. And Northampton has scored in six of the last seven and five of the last six away games. So this one for me has got both teams to score written all over it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about another potential that I have, and that is Shrewsbury and Rotherham, both teams to score. You can get that price at four to five. Uh, is these are two very, very good sides for that level uh, going head-to-head. Um, Shrewsbury are top of the table. Uh, they managed to wrestle it off Wigan in midweek. Uh, Wigan failed to beat Blackpool, as Tom mentioned. They do have a game in hand, so they can wrestle it back off Shrewsbury. But for now, the underdogs are still on top as we enter the tail end of February. One of Shrewsbury's last seven games um, has not been both teams to score. So six of the last seven have been. Um, they do find the net. They do let the odd one slip in as well. And the same can be said to, for Rotherham, who are on a streak of five straight victories. They haven't actually lost since the 2nd of December. Um, and again, Rotherham, their last two games have been at both teams to score as well Uh, so I think that is probably the best bet in what's going to be a cracking game in League One yeah tough one to call if you're going to pick a team um, outright so both teams to score looks like a good route to go down but for Shrewsbury if they can win this game bearing in mind that Wigan are playing in the FA Cup this weekend if Shrewsbury win they'll open a four point gap over Wigan at the top of the league and I'd rather have points on the board than games in hand yeah 100% and Blackburn as well Uh, they're playing on Monday night they're MNF this week uh, (laughs) because there's no Premier League League 1 MNF MNF is Blackburn Berry Um, and Ryan Lowe's Berry have not been pushovers recently so Shrewsbury can even open a gap up on Blackburn who are uh, occupying you know, that final playoff spot, and that's where Shrewsbury obviously do not want to be. Yeah. So this yeah. could be a huge weekend. And even to add to that, Rotherham are in fourth. So the incentives for Shrewsbury with a win are huge. Yeah. Just a little touch on Rotherham. 
Are you still confident that you'll win your bet with me that they'll finish below 12th? Absolutely not. No? <laughs> are you sure? That's, it's what only bet? 12 points as a cushion they've got, and they're only the, the most informed side in the league. What bet? Uh, at the moment. What bet? I'll go back to previous podcasts. I will find it. <laughs> I will find it. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I think uh, I'm going to owe you a tenner for that one, or however much it was. Uh, and and a tenner for when Newcastle stay up as well. Made that Newcastle bet with you, then they go and beat Man United as soon as we <laughs> made the bet. As thinking of it. As I was watching that goal go in from Matt Ritchie, I just saw the the kind of orange glisten of a ten pound note <laughs> just just go flash before my eyes. Uh, yeah, some interesting bets going on. Anyway, talking of bets, you have any more for League One? Uh, not for me. I'm happy to move on to League Two. Cor- say, correct. <laughs> same with same with me. Again, I've got a really good both teams to score bet for uh, League Two. That's Exeter Mansfield both teams to score. That's four to five. So two teams, playoff chasing, or automatic promotion chasing, should I say. They're both on very good form. They go head to head here. Mansfield have only failed to score in one of their last nine league games. And Exeter have only failed to score in one of their last 12 league games. So both definitely on form, know where the back of the net is. Um, I think this will be, I don't know what the result's going to be. But I think they'll both score. No, no idea. But there's definitely going to be goals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what you're interested in. Exactly. So, yeah, 100%. Sounds good to me, buddy. Uh, yeah, Mansfield were, wow. They took Newport apart, didn't they? They did. 5-0, was it 5-0? 5-0, yeah, midweek. Newport, no mugs. Um, and Mansfield completely obliterated a hat-trick for Alfie Potter. Um, all the damage was done after an hour. There was half yeah. an hour of the game left at 5-0, um, but Mansfield probably just took the foot off the gas. Yeah. Um, I'm going to follow that one with probably the most obvious, however, the most cheekily priced in League 2. Okay. Um, we are, <laughs> we're looking at Barnet against Accrington Stanley. So, Accrington Stanley have lost one in their last nine games, eight of those coming as victories. So, Accrington have been very streaky. They yeah. lost five in a row. Then they beat Grimsby 3-0 away on the 30th of December. And since then, they've won every game apart from a quick little slip up away at Crawley. Um, so they are on absolute fire. Yeah, they are. Less can be said about Barnet. Uh, Barnet have only won one game uh, since the 23rd of December. They've only won one game this year. It was a home win over Notts County, which obviously is an incredible result for, for Barnet. But it is one win in the last 10 and they duly followed up that great momentum building 1-0 win by losing 2-0 away at Yeovil um, <laughs> <laughs> so they hardly capitalised on it and the best thing is on fire Accrington Stanley are 11-10 with Quiff yeah lovely price that is really lovely price 
you can't see Accrington losing that one. You can't bet against them, the form they're on. Barnet will kick and they'll scrap and they'll punch like they're playing Tekken, but they won't win this game. No, they, they really shouldn't. Accrington are, are absolutely flying at the moment in second position. Um, they've got a little bit of a gap now on Notts County, who are in fourth. And yeah, they're looking looking pretty relentless right now. They are. They're actually only six points behind Luton with a game in hand. So if they could win that, they'd be three wow. points behind. Obviously, Luton's goal difference is streaks and streaks ahead of everybody else's in the in the league. Uh, a plus forty goal difference. <laughs> <laughs> it's Man City territory. Yeah, it is compared. Accrington Stanley have actually got the second best, which is plus nineteen. So that shows wow. you how far they're behind. But um, in terms of clawing back the points on the leaders, Luton, they could certainly do so. It's not out of the question. No, not at all. They uh, they came close last year, didn't they, to to uh, promotion. And this year, even though they lost uh, Josh Windass to Rangers, it looks like they're uh, taking that next step. Yeah. Um, so going from second in League Two, for me, we're going to go to third in League Two. And that's Wickham. They're away at Cheltenham and they're priced at 31-20. to 20. They've won five out of their last six. Cheltenham are very inconsistent. They've won just one in their last six games. The bet that I'd actually be looking at for this is Wickham to score two or more goals. Again, and that's 13-10. to 10. Um, I'm really hot on this bet, this market, this weekend. I really am. Uh, you love it. I do. You love it. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's like a dog with a new toy. Yeah, I am. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Wickham have scored more than two goals in eight of their last nine league games. So, uh, and actually quite incredibly, all of their last nine games have been both teams to scores. So we know, we've talked about it a lot, they can score hatfuls of goals at one end, but they also do leak a few, which is why I'm preferring to tip them to score two or more goals instead of tipping them on the nose to win. Yeah, 100%. Um, one, again, it just, the run just continues, doesn't it? And Wickham, they just never know when they're beaten. Uh, Tuesday night, 89th minute, 2-2 at home to Swindon, a game they should be winning. Up pops the beast. Akin Fenwer, 89th minute, 3-2 win. Beast mode on. Yeah, a couple of weeks before that, it was something crazy. Like they were 3-2 down in the 90th minute, ended up scoring twice in the 90th with 10 men, 1-4-3. They love a late goal. They love a comeback. You know, two weeks before that, 2-2 with crew away. They conceded. They took the lead in the 84th then were pegged back in the 88th and then scored in the 90th <laughs> to win. And it must be an incredible ride to be yeah. a Wickham fan right now um, because they're loving the back of the net. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So the final one for League Two for me, um, that's Swindon at home to Port Vale. Uh, they're 5-6 to six to get the win. Um, after a long period of dodgy home form, Swindon have actually managed to pick up points at the county ground recently. They've won the last four league games in a row there. Um, pretty tight 
affairs, a lot of them. Three of those four wins have been 1-0. So I think they're good odds to be a struggling Port Vale side this weekend, who, since beating Luton 4-0 seven games ago, have fell off an absolute cliff. Uh, they've won none of their seven games since they beat Luton in that incredible scoreline. And I don't think their fortunes are going to change this weekend against an on-form Swindon side. Yeah. You don't sound I, I, so sure. No, no. I, I've i been burned by Swindon way too many times. <laughs> um, if anyone is to win, it surely has to be Swindon. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Um, However, I just don't trust them, buddy. I've I've just been burnt too many times. We've all got that team. Yours is Stevenage. Yeah. And we've all got that team where we've we've backed them and they've let us down. I hope they do the business for anyone that does bet on them this weekend because Tom is spot on. They should win, but uh, I just can't. I just can't do it. Fair enough then. Um, that for me wraps up the football league. Yeah, for me as well. It's time to move on to the Bombproof Trebles. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to recap the Bombproof Trebles from last Saturday and then the Bombproof Treble from midweek on Tuesday. So quite a lot to rattle through here and we'll kick off with Tommy W's. It was agony for myself as one team cost me. I had Swansea, they beat Burnley 1-0 at home. He also had Crawley. And they won 3-0 against Grimsby. The Chris Powell effect really kicked me down. Uh, his South End team beats Wigan 3-1 at home. Okay, so my bomb-proof treble from last Saturday, which was a winner, um, is a both teams to score treble for the first time on the podcast. I had South End Wigan both teams to score, which came in as it was 3-1. Tom also had Everton Palace. He needed a late Palace goal, but Julie got it. I also had Exeter Wickham, both teams to score. Every Wickham game's both teams to score. That was guaranteed to come in, and it returned £56 off a £10 stake. Fantastic stuff. About bloody time. Yeah, great <laughs> treble. Um, who knows if anyone uh, got that quiffed as well. Uh, £56, right. pounds, remember, was, yeah. was the minimum yeah. that that would have returned. Um, and also, Tom, we had a midweek bomb-proof treble. We did. Um, again, a winner, so kick us off. We had Accrington Stanley, who won 1-0 at home to Crew. We also had Rotherham, and they beat Oxford 3-1. And a real ding-dong affair in Plymouth, they beat Wimbledon 4-2 at home to return again a minimum of £59 off the tenner so over 100 quid this week fantastic results we've been due a bit of luck and uh, we certainly got it with the Plymouth game there's one point where live score flashed on my screen 3-3 and then it gave the old correction and cancelled the goal and uh, Plymouth are actually still winning 3-2 so Thank God for that. Yeah. Mini, mini, mini heart attack, buddy. Yeah, heart in mouth moment there. And then you told me that Plymouth saved a penalty as well. So Yes, they did, yeah. <laughs> um, so, real ding-dong affair there. Um, very entertaining for the fans. Not so much for us. No. We'll look to continue our good run now then with this week's Bombproof Troubles. We're on for the hat trick. So, do you want to tell them all about it? Absolutely, guys. So, 
Tom's right. We're on for the hat trick. This is for the third in the row. Um, this is a world-famous part of the show where me and Tom put all of our research into two trebles that we think are going to win this weekend and return you guys some well-earned profit. That's right. And remember, for every uh, return that we read out for each of these trebles with Quiff, that is a minimum amount that you're going to get. But Tom, do you want to go first with your bomb-proof treble for this weekend? Yes, absolutely. Uh, um, so, I am going to go for... <laughs> he, he cost me last week. I'm going to jump on his bandwagon this week. <laughs> it's Southend United. Uh, they're at home to Portsmouth. They're 33-20. to 20. I'm going to go for Plymouth. They're away at Oxford. They're 7-4. to four. And I'm going to go for Accrington Stanley, who are away at Barnet. They're 11 to 10. 10 pounds on pays 168 pounds as a minimum. 168 pounds. Everybody there should definitely win. That's I'm taken a bit, a little bit of back by how high the returns are for that treble. Great little, really pleased with that. Lost for words. Um. After last week's both teams to score bomb-proof treble, I thought I'd, again, do something a little bit different. I really, really fancy this one. I really, really do. So we're going to go for Gillingham to score two or more goals in their game at home to Walsall. And that's 7-5. to five. We're going to go for Scunthorpe-Northampton, both teams to score, at 4-5. to five. And we're going to go for Wickham to score two or more goals in their game away at Cheltenham and that's 13 to 10 and 10 pounds stake on that returns a minimum of 99 pounds oh that is tasty we're looking at some big returns Tommy P from me and you we really are we really really are but the beauty of my one as well that we don't even need the teams to win we just need them to score the goals which they're more than capable of doing they're all teams on form yeah Absolutely, and like you said, it kind of takes the pressure off a little bit, doesn't it, uh, yeah. for for us? Rather than desperately hoping one team fails, both teams can have a good day. No yeah. problem. Exactly. We're happy with that. All right, guys, so if you have enjoyed the show, uh, please feel free to get in touch. We love it when uh, listeners tweet us, good or bad. The best way to do so is via Twitter. It's T underscore FB podcast. We are on Facebook as well, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast. And you can also email us, football betting podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you have enjoyed the show, guys, probably the best thing that you can do for us right now if you want to continue to support the podcast is go and download Quiff. You can find the links to download the app in the podcast description and on our social media. Um, every download we get will help to continue to support the podcast and help us to continue to you know, improve the quality of the show and get better content for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that would really, really help support the show. Let's touch, if we must, on fantasy football. Uh, yeah, again, we must touch on fantasy football. I, I had a cracking week. I, I feel like a record on repeat and I bloody love it. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly broke the 100 points barrier this week. I got 97. The shine of getting 97 kind of 
taken off a little bit because it was generally a very high scoring week overall. Um, Aguero's four goals obviously helped out, Adam captain. But a lot of teams in our podcast league got you know, high points. There's 105, I can see, 103, 103, 111 in there as well. Um, oh, there's Tom Walker there. He he just got 76. Minnow. <laughs> above, you, above you in the league by 12 places. You you are a Diabati to my Mares. <laughs> I'm, I'm less than 100 points behind now, though. I'm coming back. Yeah, you are coming back, buddy. Still, Niall McNally, still top. Uh, only a 20-point cushion, though. Mm. Uh, Liam Keane, with 16-17 champions, is uh, breathing down his neck. That's probably the closest gap uh, that, Lee, that Niall's had on him. Yeah. Um, 52 teams uh, in the league now. Richard Doody penned in to join this, uh, sorry, in two weeks' time. Obviously, there's no Premier League this weekend, um, but Tom just insisted on <laughs> squeezing it into the show. <laughs> it's also worth pointing out that I'm no longer in your so-called relegation zone, so you can get that monkey off my back. <laughs> <laughs> the season's not over, and honestly, if you do finish down there, I, I will still be removing you from <laughs> from next season. You'll, you'll have a week, a year off to think about your actions if you finish down there. <laughs> I was still going to catch you. Yeah, that's my target: overhauling you in thirtieth. It can be done. Bring it. Plenty bring of games it. Bring it on. Plenty bring of games on. to go. We will yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Obviously, no fantasy this weekend. But um, if you do want to join, you can find the code in the description of the podcast and on social media as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, as Tom mentioned best thing you can do for us guys is download the quiff app uh, using our links that's in the description of the podcast uh, it's the twitter bio download it just watch your bets be boosted we've been flooded with people that have uh, had their bets quiff so far and it's great to see and as tom said the best thing you can do for us right now is download that app and support us Absolutely. Is there anything else from you, Tommy Wolf? There's nothing else from me, buddy, other than Saturday. Please hurry up so we can win some profit. Exactly. Going for the hat trick. I'm really confident in the bomb-proof trebles this weekend, and it's going to be a bumper weekend for profit if we either one of them can land. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, fingers crossed we can uh, nail some cash for you guys. Thank you, as ever, for listening. We really appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.